Ahmad of the National Iranian American Council, and to all of you for spending a portion of your day or night a with us. generation that is on fire for justice. They're tired of this callousness and indifference toward the vulnerable. And it's multiracial, it's multigendered, it's multi-sexual orientational, and it's multi-religious and non-religious. That's a very positive thing, because what neo-fascist elites are counting on is conformity and complacency. Look at Mitt Romney. Trump is a fraud. He's phony. His promises are worth a, 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 a diploma from Trump University in yesterday. Well, I, I, he strikes me as very wise, and uh, I think I'd be a, it'd be an honor to work with him. Just no integrity at all. But this is just not the Mitt Romneys. We got to watch the Democrats. You watch these neoliberals more and more bend. You watch them start rationalizing what, what, what ought to be called into question. We've got to draw some lines in the sand. That doesn't mean we demonize others, but they have to have some principles. There's got to be some integrity, some backbone. And thank God we've got a number of young folk who do understand that. This is 102.3 WHIV LP FM in New Orleans. We are community radio dedicated to human rights and social justice. Please consider donating at whivfm.org. It's communities like ours that help to support progressive programming. At WHIV, we support ending all wars. This is Conga Mike from Kumasi. You are listening to 102.3 WHIV LP New Orleans, community radio dedicated to human rights and social justice. End all wars. Peace. Did you know that WHIV is a volunteer-driven community radio station? We are not a commercial radio station, and all of our hosts and DJs work hard to provide programming dedicated to human rights and social justice. We are able to honor independent voices with your ongoing support. Become a member of WHIV today by setting up reoccurring donations of any amount you wish per month. That could be $1, $5, $10, or $20, whatever is good for you. Simply go to our fresh-looking website, whivfm.org, and click Donate. You can also support us by ordering a WHIV t-shirt from our online store. Go to whivfm.org and click Store. Thank you for your constant support and for listening to 102.3 WHIV LP New Orleans. We are not a radio station with a mission. We are a mission with a radio station. That mission and all wars. This is 102.3 WHIV LP FM in New Orleans. We are a community radio dedicated to human rights and social justice. Please consider donating at whivfm.org. It's communities like ours that help to support progressive programming. At WHIV, we support ending all wars.
Do what they do. 
Amanda Shaw from New Orleans, Louisiana. You are listening to 102.3 WHIV LP New Orleans, community radio dedicated to human rights and social justice. End all wars. You're in a Milan. You build up 
Sam Price. I host Soul Shine Radio every Tuesday night from 10 to 12. 
I believe in WHIV's mission of radio programming dedicated to human rights and social justice, which is why I'm not just a DJ here at the station, I'm a member too. Join me. Become a member today by visiting whivfm.org and click donate. Thanks. Peace. I know that uh, everybody is worried about a whole lot of things. We're talking about health care now. We're talking about uh, Trump and the Russians and God knows what else. But there is a very important issue out there that I hope uh, you don't sweep under the rug because it is of just profound significance uh, to our country and the dissemination of information. And that deals with net neutrality. Net neutrality is about is that everybody in our country has the same access to the same information that the Internet remains free of corporate control. And that is vitally important because we're looking at a world in which fewer and fewer large media conglomerates control what we read, uh, what we see, and what we hear. And the Internet has been a very powerful antidote uh, to that type of corporate control. When the FCC took steps to preserve net neutrality in 2015, it was the result of grassroots activism, i.e., you, Millions of Americans who stood up and fought back and demanded that the FCC protect an open and free Internet. That victory ensured that the Internet remains a space for the open exchange of ideas and information, free of discrimination and corporate control. In other words, it remained a tool by which small businesses had the same opportunities as large multinational corporations, as somebody putting out a blog uh, concerned about politics or news had the same opportunities as CNN or CBS. That's a big deal, and we cannot afford to lose that. Uh, As you know, the telecom industry now and Trump's FCC are trying to undo the progress uh, that we've made. But the telecom industry and their friends, including the FCC chairman, uh, Mr. Pai, are trying to do is to change the fundamental architecture of the Internet, to divide the Internet into slow lanes and into fast lanes and to restrict information and content. They want to allow big corporations like Comcast, AT&T, and Verizon to control content online. And needless to say, that would be a disaster. Corporations like Comcast could give preference to the news outlets that they like, uh, including NBC, which they own, and stick independent media with slow speeds or restrict competing outlets completely. And national retailers could buy greater access to customers while mom-and-pop stores are left in the dust. Since its inception, the Internet has been an extraordinary tool of democracy. It has allowed the dissemination of ideas and enabled entrepreneurs to build companies. At this moment, when our democratic institutions are in peril, when they're under severe attack in every sense from the Trump administration, ending net neutrality protections would be devastating. Now more than ever, we need a free and open Internet. 
Now is the time to stand together and stop this attempt to auction off the Internet to the highest corporate bidders, to dismantle protections that keep the Internet a space for the open exchange of ideas and information and free of discrimination. Let's stand up, let's fight back, and let's protect net neutrality. Thank you.
Foundation escuchar toda noche 98.6 las landas francesas. Hello WHIV land, this is Ethan Shorter, True Believer number one from Sam Price and the True Believers. You're listening to 102.3 WHIV LP New Orleans Community Radio, dedicated to human rights and social justice. Don't forget to tune in Tuesdays to Soul Shine Radio and All Wars. We shall overcome. The melody blends as we join hands with faith in God above. Dr. Martin Luther King now tells us of this song. No lie can live forever. We shall overcome. Deep in my heart, I do believe we shall overcome. Sometimes we've had tears in our eyes when we joined together to sing it, but we still decided to sing it. We shall overcome. No lie can live forever. We shall overcome. Oh, before this victory is won, some will have to get thrown in jail some more, but we shall overcome. Before the victory is won, some of us will lose jobs, but we shall overcome. We shall overcome. No lie can live forever. We shall overcome. Before the victory is won, even some will have to face physical death. Physical death is the price that some must pay. To free their children from a permanent psychological death, then nothing shall be more redemptive. We shall overcome. No lie can live forever. We shall overcome. Before the victory's won, some would be misunderstood and called bad names and dismissed as rabble-rousers and agitators. But we shall overcome. And I'll tell you why. We shall overcome because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. We shall overcome. We shall overcome because Carlisle is right. No lie can live forever. We shall overcome because William Cullen Bryant is right. Truth crushed the earth will rise again. We shall overcome because James Russell Lowell is right. Truth forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. Yet that scaffold sways the future. Behind the dim unknown standeth God within the shadows.
This is Peter Simon from Minus the Saint. You are listening to 102.3 WHIVLP New Orleans Community Radio, dedicated to human rights and social justice. End all wars. Okay. 
Mohawk Hunters. You're listening to 102.3 WHIV LP New Orleans, community radio dedicated to the human rights and social justice. End all wars, peace and equality for all. That's what we talk about. Chawa.
Everybody thinks we're all mother. Who are they to judge us? Mother, mother. And they call me sweet where I am on that mother. Like you, so I'm taking 
This is Cole Williams from the Cole Williams Band, and we have a weekly radio show on WHIV 102.3 FM in New Orleans every Saturday night, late night at 1 a.m. It's a live stream of all of our live performances, so tune in. This is Mark Steiner, and you're listening to the Real News Daily Podcast. Our coverage is sustained by listeners like you. For more information on how to donate to the Real News, please visit us at therealnews.com forward slash donate. It's the Real News Network, and I'm Greg Wilpert in Baltimore. Iran announced on Monday that it would soon violate the 2015 nuclear agreement that it signed with the U.S., Russia, China, Germany, France, the U.K., and the European Union. A spokesperson for Iran's atomic energy organization said that within days, Iran will have stockpiled more enriched uranium from its nuclear power plants than is allowed under the agreement, which is known as the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, or JCPOA. Here's what Iran's spokesperson had to say. Today, the countdown to having more than 300 kilograms of enriched uranium reserves has started. In 10 days, in other words, on June 27th, we will reach this target. Also, Iran's spokesperson went on to say that Iran might enrich the uranium to higher degrees of purity than is allowed under the JCPOA. 
The spokesperson also said that Iran will not violate the treaty if Britain, France, Germany, and the full European Union follow through on promises to find ways for Iran to circumvent U.S. economic sanctions. The Trump administration had reimposed sanctions against Iran last year, arguing that the JCPOA should be renegotiated and made much tougher on Iran, even though all parties agree that Iran has not violated the terms of the agreement. Meanwhile, sanctions against Iran are having a serious effect on Iran's economy, especially on its ability to export oil and to import life-saving medicines. Joining me now to discuss this latest development in the confrontation between the U.S. and Iran is Colonel Larry Wilkerson. He's a former chief of staff to Secretary of State Colin Powell, and now he's distinguished adjunct professor of government and public policy at the College of William and Mary. Thanks for joining us again, Larry. Good to be with you. So this announcement about exceeding the JCPOA uranium stockpile limit comes in the midst of ever-increasing tensions between the U.S. and Iran. And last week, you know, uh, the U.S. accused Iran of launching an attack on two oil tankers in the Strait of Hormuz, uh, through which 20% of the world's oil supply flows. Given this context, where do you see this conflict between the U.S. and Iran heading now with this most recent announcement about exceeding or violating the JCPOA? I think we're looking at a tit-for-tat game here now. Um, Iran earlier had said that it would do things in contravention of the JCPOA if it were provoked. And I don't see how anyone looking at the situation could say that Iran has not been provoked, and majorly so. It was particularly looking at if the sanctions were closed down on oil sales. And that's what would cause them to revisit their adherence to the JCPOA. Well, we've done that. And I don't, I don't see any reason for them not to do this now, given the provocation that we've given them. Um, what we've done really is start this game, as I said, of tit for tat, where we do this and then Iran does that and then so on and so forth. And in this case, Iran is just saying back to us, okay, if the Europeans aren't going to give us some relief on sanctions, and if you're going to continue to tighten your sanctions as much as possible, then we are going to do something that will make you think twice about that. And that is increase, or in this case, decrease our breakout time for developing a nuclear weapon. And that's essentially what we're talking about here, in the hopes that the United States will either relieve some pressure on the sanctions, or more likely, they're hoping, the Europeans will grow some courage, moral and political courage, and do what they said they would do, which is to go around U.S. sanctions, whether it's with a new financial transaction system or whatever, the Europeans need to grow up and uh, become uh, an independent body, if you will, and do what they said they would do if they want this nuclear agreement to stay alive. It's clearly what the Iranians uh, said they would do. Uh, One could expect them to do it. And ultimately, what will happen here, of course, is if none of this works, is Iran will gradually work its way towards what we prevented with the JCPOA, that is, a nuclear weapons program. And if I were they, I would be doing the same thing, given the degree of provocation that the largest economic and financial power in the world, with the most powerful military, has placed upon them, even to the point of lying constantly about what Iran is doing. Let's just examine Michael Pompeo, the Secretary 